Everyone, and welcome to another Yogi Misfit Sessions. My name is Danny Pomploon, and I am your host. Today we're coming in at session 88, and I was super stoked to have today's guest on the show. I had my good friend Adele and her good friend Celeste, and uh, they're both two really incredible humans. Um, who are up to a lot of good. Normally I would say me and my friends are up to no good, but these two are up to a lot of good. So these two got together and decided that uh, they knew that they were bendy and flexy, and they saw a lot of people being bendy and flexy, and we had to uh, put the kibosh on that. And they started Hypermobile Yogis, and uh, yeah, they started a little Instagram thing and just started to take off, and they're sharing it with the world. And um, yeah, I'm just big fans of both of them. I think they're really, really, really awesome and amazing humans and it is so so true a lot of yogis uh, tend to just dump into flexibility um, because it's easier Um, and in all actuality there's a lot of strength that happens in yoga Um, I got to take uh, the last class while I was out in London this past summer and she's just absolutely incredible and super smart and she's a trained physio and yeah she's really knows her stuff and then I mean I could go on and on for hours about Adele but that's what you do when that's your good friend (laughs) so anyway it was a pleasure to have them both on the show Uh, just before we get the show started I want to remind y'all if you love the show you actually have an option to leave a donation that's right the show magically doesn't run for free as much as I wish it could but you can click the little link below in the show notes for donor box and you can leave a one-time donation or you can leave a reoccurring donation and it just helps me sustain the show itself so that I can continue to produce this awesome podcast and get all these awesome and amazing yogis on the show and share what's going on around the world uh, with yoga. You guys have heard these episodes before. I'm a pretty big fan on giving uh, people a platform to to share their passion and to share their joy. And so, uh, yeah, I'm happy to do this podcast and it wouldn't happen without all of you guys' support and love. So uh, check out the donor box link if you feel like you want to make a donation. It would always help the show. And... Always, always, always leaving a review on iTunes is the biggest and easiest way to help. You can go in there using the link also below in the show notes. Um, And it's super quick and easy. It takes maybe two minutes. You just leave an honest review about the show and uh, it helps spread it to all of your friends. And hopefully more people can find out about the show and we grow and we grow and we go together. Without further ado, that's all my babbles. Without further ado, here comes Hypermobile Yogis, Session 88. Adele and Celeste. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Adele, I'm happy to have you on the show again. And Celeste, welcome to the show. Thank you, Danny. It's good to be back. It is good to be back. (laughs) So are we actually going to talk about things or should we just talk about how much we love each other again? Um, I love you so much and Perfect. my heart hurts that I'm not in your bedroom right now. That sounded so dirty. Oh my God. <laughs> but it's because the first time we recorded a podcast together, it was in your room, wasn't it? This is so true. We were sitting in my very fancy podcast office, which is my bedroom floor. Yes. <laughs> Celeste, we're, we get to have a love fest too, because I get to hang out with you when I'm in London in a couple of weeks. I cannot wait. I know. I feel like we're going to do threesome soon. I've never never done, 
London in the summer. Every time I've gone out there, it's been cold and rainy and winter time. So I'm really excited. I hear summers out there are beautiful. Well, yeah. I mean, sometimes summer is cold, rainy and awful. So um, fingers crossed. Yeah. I'd best to book some good weather for you though, Danny. I hope so. I'll try to bring, well, I was going to say, I'll bring my San Francisco weather, but it's not the best. (laughs) (laughs) So welcome to the show. And I'm actually going to introduce you guys as the hyper mobile yogis team girls. Let's talk about it. How and what and why hypermobile hypermobile yogis, all the things. Okay. Um, so it's it began well for me um a few years ago, slowly realizing by picking up little bits of information here and there about myself, my own body, my own practice, that um I was super flexible, mm-hmm. but lacked the strength to stabilize my joints and that that was causing a lot of the the pain that I was having in my yoga practice and just in my everyday life Mm -hmm. um and slowly started yeah slowly kind of came by some information that led me to realize I was hypermobile um and then I began modifying my practice um just yeah staying out of like just dumping into joints and that kind of thing. Um, and I, and I wanted to share it because I am a yoga teacher. Of course, that is kind of what you do as a yoga teacher, right? You just share your own practice. And, um, and so I approached Celeste a little over a year ago to say, Hey, Celeste, I want to put together something and I was going to call it yoga for flexible people. Um, and, um, and, and yeah, she was like, oh, I've been thinking about this too. So we decided to work together on it. And um, yeah, it took us about a year of kind of like just talking about it every once in a while before we were finally like, okay, let's do this. Let's, let's start like making our knowledge about what's going on here more public. Let's build a community. Let's get people talking and, um, and let's, let's put more awareness out there. Mm. How did you, well, so um, I, I guess for the listeners that are coming in, so Adele is a yoga teacher and she travels around and teaches yoga and yeah, you do all the things. And then Celeste, just kind of before I want to talk more about your guys' collab, but what is your background so that we can all kind of understand as well? I know you teach yoga and... Yeah, I started teaching yoga um, almost 10 years ago now. Um, I actually am a qualified physiotherapist and um, decided instead of working as a physio to actually just use my skills as a yoga teacher. And yeah, that's what I've been doing for the last 10 years. So now I teach classes mostly in London and I also get to teach workshops out and about around the world. Um, But yeah, and I think that's kind of the main crux of what, I'm about. (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. Perfect. Cool. So now when you, so Adele had this idea, did you, what was going on in your brain before you actually like found out that Adele also had this idea? Were you like, what was, have you been in this thought process for quite a bit? So listen, it had been on my mind for so long that I wanted to do something to help hypermobile people because I had transformed all the pain and the discomfort that I had in my body. And I wanted to find a way to reach out to all the yoga people because ultimately what Adele and I are sharing are not, it's not like, it's not anything new, but I feel like it is kind of new in the yoga world because the way that yoga is taught in many places is it really glorifies how flexible you are, how deep you can go. There's this spirituality tied to 
oh, I went really deep in my practice, you know, and therefore I'm a better person kind of vibe. And actually people were just walking out so injured. And that really upset me that people were having to deal with pain because I personally feel that yoga should be the opposite. Like it should be a healing practice. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, just when she approached me, I was like, oh my God, we have to do something because we could be such a fun team to help bring this message to yoga people. So now y'all have collabed and what's the vision of this or how is this starting to come about and how are you guys sharing uh, the info and is it coming like, is it coming out in different just bits and pieces or is there a theme going on with it? Like how can we best receive this stuff and digest it? Well, we're, to be honest, kind of figuring it, that out as we go. I mean, Instagram yeah. it was the, the obvious place to, to start. Um, given that we both have a, you know, an existing following there. Um, but we also knew that we had a lot more to share that wasn't going to fit the format of Instagram. Mm -hmm. So, um, so we put out like blogs once a week, roughly, which goes out to like our mailing list. Mm -hmm. And we've also got a Facebook group because the Facebook group is easier for kind of building a community of people to, share. So, um, you know, people will post like, Hey guys, this is something that I'm struggling with. Is this, do you think this has something to do with hypermobility or something like that? And then everybody can comment on it. And it's, it's been a nice way to build this, this kind of, yeah, community of like, Hey, you're not alone. Like there are people out there who are also struggling with the same things as you because hypermobility, um, can be kind of a benefit in a lot of ways. Uh, when it comes to like, just you know, having people like drool over your yoga practice because it it looks nice because you're flexible, but it also comes with mm. lots of lots of issues that that cause a lot of pain and discomfort in everyday life. And so, um, so that's kind of where we've gotten to now. And um, we are working though on launching um, a, an online course where basically all of the information that we've put out so far will be. Um, just in a nicer, more organized format where people will be able to kind of go through all of the information step-by-step one area of the body at a time. And really kind of by the time they finish it, by the time they've gone through it, the, the idea is that they'll really understand um, every area of the body and how to modify and how to strengthen and how to stabilize. Mm, I love it. And then I guess, to dive deeper into that. So from, from, uh, I mean, either, either, or, um, what is y'all's like biggest, what do you see the most of like concern wise when you're like, okay, so people are starting to dump into their flexibility and into their joints. And this is causing a problem because what, like, what are the lasting side effects? What tends to happen to people's bodies because of that? What, if people continue to do that and they're not actually engaging, what tends to happen? So I would say that my biggest concern when I'm in a yoga class is really noticing how people don't really understand how to utilize their biomechanics at a high level. They're sitting in chairs for a large proportion of their day, and then they're coming to yoga and expecting their bodies to just work. And I would say that if you have a normal level of flexibility, you could probably bust out a good yoga class safely and yeah, it'll, it'll be a good thing for your body. 
But I think if you're hypermobile and you're not activating your stability muscles, you're going into your ligaments, your ligaments do not have recoil like your muscles do. So once they're overstretched, it's like a bit of blue tack. What do they call blue tack in America? Um, sticky tack, is it? A sticky tack? You know the stuff remember. you put your posters up when you're a teenager? You know when- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The double-sided, like, like gooey stuff. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, you put it on the back of your posters when you're a teenager of, like, boy bands and stuff. That, that's <laughs> it's not like an elastic band that, like, recoils back. Once you stretch it, that's it. Now, these are your ligaments. Now, if you think about the human skeletal frame, what's holding each bone together are these ligaments. But we should not be relying on these ligaments on their own to provide stability. Your muscles need to engage. But you have hypermobility. Now, number one, you have a lack of a certain type of collagen, which means that your tissues don't respond to feedback. You also don't really understand where you're in space. So you lift your arm above your head. It could be three inches behind your head. You don't know that. You don't know where your body is if you don't really look at it. Mm. And then on top of all of that, you haven't got the ligaments actually keeping that joint integrity. So now the joint takes the wear and tear. The the joint suffers a lot. And over time, this is going to lead to arthritis. We're going to have tendonitis. Um, you get neuropathy where your nerves get all tingly and weird. You end up with lots of strain, muscle strains. Um, I mean, gosh, the, the amount of injuries people have is just so, oh, it's huge. Um, and so it, it's the, the sad thing is, Danny, is it's so easily avoidable by just one, understanding your biomechanics, strengthening, understanding how to use your joints in space, and then really um, not going to that end point of everything that you do, but, you know, activating so much that it's hard for you to go to end range of what your joints are possi- possibly can give you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think what, what also, like what I see happening is, and I've seen it so much more now that we're getting messages from people in the hypermobile community, if I can, if I can call it that, um, <coughs> is you can call it whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, the, the little community we've um, we've created um, is yeah, people are getting these injuries like Celeste described, all these various injuries for these various reasons, and they're saying, oh, yoga is not good for me, and or they're being told by their doctors or their mm. physiotherapists not to do yoga. And so there's almost like becoming like a pushback um, against yoga as something that's, that's bad for you if you're, if you're naturally flexible. And that's something that that's, we, we really want to like turn that on its head as well, that yoga mm. can still be a very healing practice as long as you know what to do a little bit differently for your hypermobile body. I think the big issue is that yoga teachers, when they go through the teacher training, aren't given enough anatomy and biomechanics in the training to help support various different body types. Um, And they've kind of been doing yoga for a really long time. They probably had a bit of tightness and stiffness um, potentially. And yoga made their body feel good you know, whether you're hypermobile or not, you might have stiffness and tightness, which can then be alleviated through yoga. So you feel so good. And then you're like, I'm going to make other people feel good by being a yoga teacher. But we aren't taught how to deal with people who have injuries, how to teach someone if you're hypo versus hypermobile, what to do if you've got that ankle sprain, shoulder issues. We're just not given the the tools to support people in a way that's actually going to get them to stay in yoga healthy. 
Mm. I think a couple of things that just come up for me when you, uh, you said there is not a lot of, of biomechanics and stuff that goes into a 200 hour teacher training because there's no time mm. because there's so much other stuff that we have to cover in a 200 hour that there, there is no time for it. So to have something like this to specialize in is, is really nice. And it's also, you know, there's so many different types of yoga and so many ways to teach it, whether you're an alignment based teacher or, you know, bhakti, whatever it is, you know? Um, but I think that you know, the physical movement is really right now. Anyway, that's, it's one key way to get into the body. Yes. And I also think that there's this mental aspect that goes into it because as y'all both know, you know, and, and even myself, when I was younger, I was way more flexible than I am now. And I would just depend on that flexibility, not knowing and not having the education one. But the second part to it is being an ego. Right. So I can go there. So I'm going to go there. This looks better if I pull my, my foot all the way back to touch my head. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's hard to, um, uh, how do I say this? It's hard to step away from that ego place if you're not educated on it. And also if you're not open to it. Yeah. Well, that's been a huge part of it. And, um, for, for me, individually in my practice, but also talking to other people about, you know, holding back. It's, and, and really, you know, that's, that's where it becomes actual yoga, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. otherwise it's just, you know, we're so putting our body into these pretzel shapes, but that's where the real yoga begins is where you, you have to say, you know what, even though I really want to, kind of like demonstrate to the people in the class around me, like how flexible I am and how I can go into this posture. I'm not going to, mm-hmm. um, because it's not good for me. And, mm-hmm. and it's, it's surprisingly difficult. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so much harder than, than doing any kind of like split or dance or pose. Yeah. And, yeah. And that's, yeah. That's, that's the real yoga though. It's also an invitation to, you know, like, uh, it's funny enough. I actually just not, nah, I mean, I'm not going to call it hypermobile, but I did this morning I taught pigeon and, uh, it, it, rather than having someone fold into pigeon, I was like, we don't get to fold down today. You actually get to participate in pigeon in this pose. Like I would ask you to participate in your life. You know what I mean? Rather than sinking into the thing, like getting to the end range so that it looks like you're doing the work is very different than actually doing the work. And sometimes when you're doing the work, it's not pretty. It doesn't look good. You have to have support and help, AKA blocks, bolsters, blankets, all that fun stuff, you know? So I had everyone actually stay up and I was like, if that means you need two blocks underneath your hands and two bolsters underneath your pelvis so that you can actually engage your shin and your foot coming down, do it versus coming down, getting to that end range where it looks pretty, it looks so glamorous and gorgeous, but there's no work involved. It's like, it's bypassing all the work that happens. Yeah, I totally agree. I wish I was in that class. Yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, think that I think more yoga teachers are starting to share that yoga should be more than just passive stretches and that they have their place. But I think on its own, it's really dangerous it's a really dangerous strategy for your body to constantly being put into passive range stretches over and over again, daily basis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it also, you know, I think when you educate someone, um, in that to take, uh, you educate someone, you give them, um, you know, power and knowledge and control with, you know, whether it's about the body or whatever, but you're giving them an invitation to not only, um, stop shifting responsibility, blame mm-hmm. yoga hurt. me. I got hurt because of yoga. I, you know, I don't, I don't do yoga anymore because I got injured 
you know, doing yoga versus I wasn't in control of my body. I didn't listen. I didn't do the thing that I was supposed to. I didn't engage. You know, it flips the script from responsibility passing to actual personal responsibility and you taking that in, taking ownership of that and then being able to adjust yourself accordingly. I love that. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, it's really... Yeah, I mean, if you think about... I mean, maybe this is the way I'm thinking. Maybe I'm projecting. But you're not only only also teaching people, and maybe this is, you know, I was going to ask you this next, but you're not only teaching people about their body, but you're also teaching them about their mind. And you're also teaching them about their own personal leadership. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's it's a, a theme that just shows up over and over and over again. What you learn on the mat is just a lesson that you take elsewhere. And yeah, what your body teaches you is is very much reflected in, you know, the the lessons that you need to learn for you know, your, your mental well-being or emotional or relationships or whatever other types of well-being or health in your life. And, and so, yes, if you, I think if you are able to strengthen in your body, it, it does kind of leak out into a strengthening of the mind, a fortification of, of your mental capacity or mental well-being, um, as well, because it's, it's just as simple as, yeah, it's, I th- well, for me, I think sometimes it's hard to understand something like intellectually first um, if you haven't understood it like physically, right? Mm-hmm. But sometimes you can get a lesson through a physical practice and then it makes sense and then it clicks like mm-hmm. intellectually. And so, yeah, strength mm-hmm. physically also strength mentally. Here's an on-the-spot question, and I, I, I'd love to hear maybe, uh, well, yeah, I'll just go for it. What do you think are, or what do you notice are like the top five, we'll say, maybe top three if top five is too much, but the top three injuries because of hypermobility and because of lack of awareness in it? Sure. Hmm. Um, That's such a good question. Wait, I'm going to do the little do 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 <laughs> Um, I would hundred <laughs> percent um, your shoulders are your most mobile, vulnerable joints. Um, and shoulder activation in yoga is taught incredibly badly. <laughs> um, so I'm not going to give you a specific issue that people face. Um, rotator cuff injuries, tendonitis, um, Oh my gosh, there's so many. Um, but I can say that they're like old school things. Like as you lift your arms up, draw your shoulder blades down your back. Mm-hmm. Um, the excessive amount of pushing that we do without educating people the need to pull. Um, the the same movement patterns that we're revi- revisiting over and over again. Uh, all of these things are so damaging to the poor shoulder because when you think of the hip as a ball and socket joint. I mean, the hip is right inside the socket, but with your shoulder, the socket is like a tiny little cap and your, the joint of the humerus really makes up the, the most of that. Um, what you're seeing on the outside is like the shoulder. Um, and there's just all this space and all this movement. And then with yoga, with, with hypermobile people is we've got all this mobility and all, and then we don't have the ligaments to control the capsule around that joint. So I would say shoulders are a really big issue. Number one. Um, number two, 
when people do back bends, instead of creating a uniform uh, bend through all of the levels of the spine, they do a hinge. So if you had to take a picture, it would look like a right angle at one specific level. It's usually right in the lower back and they often come. You can with- just look at my Instagram photos, me in a back. Adele's good. Adele's got a really good back, but, no, but usually geez. upper backs are very stiff and that hinge takes a lot of strain and, you know, one of two things can happen and you can either end up with some kind of issue with the disc or the facet joints, which are behind, um, end up getting a lot of wear and tear. Um, so that's two. Let me think. Knees. Knees are a big one, one. especially because like, if you're, I mean, this is, this is my personal experience and I think a lot of people would, um, agree with me. Um, especially if you're hypermobile, you go into a class where, um, you're being led into Lotus pose. Um, it's so easy to just yank your feet up into Lotus pose, but if you don't have the the external rotation through the hips, then your knees begin to do all the work. And for me, I mean, I really messed up my knees in the first year of my yoga practice, not understanding that my knees were were doing the work that my hips should have done. And also hero, uh, yeah. hero pose is a really big problem. Yeah, um, and just hyperextending through the knees as mm, well. Big time. Relying on that hyperextension of the knees for balancing and postures like warrior three. And often people don't teach relax your glutes when actually you need your glutes to activate to help support your knees because your knees are in the middle of the kinetic chain between your ankle and your hip. So if you don't have glute control, your knees are going to be bending into what we call a valgus knee line, which is almost like a knocked knee position, feet wide, uh. knees touching, hips wide. And that, that knee position is really so easily avoidable by just getting people to activate their butt. <laughs> so yeah. again, it's old school um, cues that are living in yoga that I don't know where they came from, but they're just so damaging for people. Well, yeah, I think, I mean, I think a lot of them are, are something that I always think about is like a lot of these cues are generalized cues. So like, let's get the, the basic body into the shape and it's more so the muscle activation cue that is kind of stuck around. But what people, what people forget, and I think why they stuck around to that stuff is because we didn't have all the information and all the knowledge that we have now on biomechanics. Yeah. So a lot of it was like, oh, we're just going to stick the old school mm-hmm. stuff. Yes. And we've also learned a whole lot more about the bodies and discovered a whole lot more about the bodies since then. I feel like there's this real resistance to learning um, sometimes and, and keeping up with new information because I remember doing a teacher training and I mean, we weren't doing anything mind blowing. We were just talking about joint angles and I was like, okay, ankle dorsiflexion, shoulder abduction. And, and this one guy, he just got really frustrated and he was, cause we were working in groups. He was like, this is too much mind stuff for me. Too much mind, too much in my mind. This is not really good for me. And I was like, dude, you're using your body in every practice. It is the body. You've got to, you've got to do something with your body. Yeah. Understand your body. Uh, yeah, I think, okay. yeah. Learning new things often requires us to admit that what we thought was right is actually not the case. Mm-hmm. And That's so hard. sometimes, yeah, I think sometimes people are reluctant to learn new things because it means that they have to admit they were wrong. Yeah, that's totally, yeah. And there goes the ego thing again. <laughs> it's really, yeah, it keeps us quite prominently. And I'm not saying I've cracked it, but um, 
yeah, it, we I mean, see it all around us. Yeah. And I mean, I'm totally guilty of like dismissing something at first because I'm like, that's not what I believe. So I think you're wrong. And I'm just not I'm going to close my mind to that altogether. But I, you know, I'm working on being like, hang on, maybe I'm wrong. And I can learn something new here. Mm-hmm. Permission to be human. Yeah. <laughs> Permission to be human. And, you know, I think we all go through that where we're like, no, well, this, and it t- kind of takes a minute. It takes a minute to be, to find that self-awareness yeah. to be like, well, actually, you know, so what do you think is the next, what's going to happen? Like what, you know, we're, we're obviously, we're all following um, hyper mobile yogis. I think it's awesome and super amazing. What's going to happen next? What can we expect to see from hyper mobile, hyper mobile? How about that? Can we change our Instagram handle to hyper I think we it's that's H Y P E Got it, got it. <laughs> what can we expect to see next from hypermobile yogis? Well, soon we will be um putting out for the public this course that I spoke of earlier. Um it'll all be online where people can access like classes with us and we've got worksheets and a little ebook and just Basically everything that people that we think people need to know, at least as a starter kit, to mm-hmm. go from yeah feeling quite flimsy and unprotected in their joints to feeling very strong and stable and really understanding mm-hmm. our body. We're also working mm-hmm. on. Oh, should we tell them? Should we say it? Yeah. I don't know. The thing is, okay, well, the reason we want to tell you guys, but obviously nothing's actually happened yet. So we feel like maybe we're jumping the gun a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I don't know. <gasps> I don't know if we okay, should we'll keep it a secret. Yeah. Okay, we'll say, we'll say maybe. We'll say we'll call it a maybe. Yeah, there's there's yeah. potentially something really big that's going to happen with us. But until something has actually happened, I think it would be foolish to say. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, potentially something really big is going to come up with hypermobile. Oh, come on. We need, we need something. We're able to buy other places. <laughs> Ooh, that's exciting. Yeah. So anyway, what's the space? Yeah. Oh, and we just announced our first live in-person workshop, which will be in London at the end of July. Yeah. So we're going to be launching our online course the 21st of July. And on the 28th of July, we are going to be doing this live workshop in London, which we're really excited about sharing with everyone. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. I cannot wait. Well, first off, Celeste, I cannot wait to hang out with you. Adele, I promise. This is, this is not, this is, if we're, we're good, girl. This is me and you. <laughs> we'll keep on you with me from now on. There's, 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 there's plenty of Danny to share. <laughs> Adele and I are practically one anyway. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. This is great. I love this little family we're creating. <laughs> Uh, but I'm, I'm super excited to get to like hang out with you in person. And, and two, I'm really excited just to see, I, I've been keeping an eye on, on, on this hypermobile thing. And it's so important. I, I like to, um, I host a workshop or I've have hosted a workshop and get ready for the name. It's called contain yourself. <laughs> but I, you know, I, I specifically think it's for, you know, for people that, you know, there's so many people that go into yoga and they just dump into their flexibility. Mm-hmm. And that to me is like, okay, you're here. Now let's teach you actually how to use it. I think it's really, really, really important. There's a lot of misinformation out there. So thank you guys for spreading the good stuff. And actually you're helping people do yoga for many, many, many years mm-hmm. versus claiming playing the blame game on yoga and saying that yoga hurts somebody. Oh, thank yeah. you, Danny. You're really kind. And yeah. We're so grateful that you asked us to be a part of your amazing podcast. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, this stuff is, are you kidding? This stuff is great. It's going to help somebody. I hope so. 
Yeah, that's our that's our vision to yeah. have, see people doing yoga until they're that's, like 110. Yeah, that's all we want. <laughs> Same. <laughs> well, until the next Yogi Misfit sessions, this is Danny, Adele, and Celeste saying peace out. Peace out. Bye. Bye.